Bentley and Murata mornings. Social studies. Brought to you by HigherPrice.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Time for some social studies. We venture to X, formerly Twitter. Find out what's going on there at Bickley underscore Murata. And Sarah's here to take us through it. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Welcome Hello. in. Two social studies. Glad you didn't duck out after that last segment. <laughs> I decided to really give it my all today. Way to go. Thank you so much. Perseverance. I do expect a gold star. <laughs> mm. Just all right, we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. The Combine is underway from Indianapolis. Yesterday, we heard from Cardinals coach Jonathan Gannon and GM Monty Austin-Fort. And uh, both of them were asked plenty of questions about how they plan to approach free agency and the draft. So we're asking you to fill in the blank, guys. I will be happy with the Cardinals draft as long as they blank. Um... It's so deep with all the picks they have. I want one of those three top wide receivers. If they get one of those guys, I'll be happy to varying degrees with what else happens. Yeah. But okay, uh, I would I would say as long as they get a number one receiver in a shutdown quarter. Because I don't think there's a lot of edge rushers in this draft, but no. there are a lot of uh, cover corners. So that's what I want. I want it too pronged. I assume of the receivers, Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. Is, is my guy. Is your guy. Okay. He is my guy. Second would be Neighbors or Adunze? Neighbors right now. I'm yeah. you know, looking into more of what they've done and, and who they are. But not that my preference matters. I, I Again, any of the three would be good. I And I think... The gaps between those three is very small, and I know Harrison gets the most pub with, you know, and he's got the the pedigree. They're all really good receivers. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to our listener responses. I'll be happy with the Cardinals draft as long as they don't trade any draft picks and get Marvin Harrison Jr. Brian5138 says that. Most people, or not most, but the, the consensus was get Marvin Harrison Jr. Social studies class clown will be happy if the Cardinals trade back a couple of spots and build the lines on both sides of the ball. Soggy Sack Jones says he'll be happy if they do not take a quarterback in the first three rounds. This team needs too much help to take a flyer on a backup right now. National talking heads be damned. Devo says do not draft a receiver under six feet tall. He'll be happy if they don't do that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's detailed. I like that. Yep. They don't, they don't need any more of those guys. Right. Yep. They, they've, they've had their share. And then Paul Olson says he'll be happy with the Cardinals draft as long as they let Monty cook. Uh, and, and that's the issue with Malik Neighbors. He's listed at six feet. I don't know if he gets there. I mean, he's a burner, but again, I just uh, and I, I think this team needs some size at the position. Yeah. All right, let's get to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who on the team is going to be the biggest X factor this season? That's and not. Why? That's not what the. Okay, the question says. was the biggest X factory, but I decided oh, to. Oh, it. <laughs> That's what I meant. I decided to take some. Who will be the most X Factory? That's what I meant. Yeah. Satisfactory. Don't put words in my mouth. That's what I. Factory. At least you didn't say all Factory. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Like who's gonna produce the most tweets on X? Be the biggest X Factor. That's what you meant. I'm That's what I'm sure of it. But I guess you could answer it the other way. X Factor. If you must. Yeah. The names that popped into my head first: Gabby Moreno, 
He's an all-star this year. Mark it down. National League all-star. Ooh. I dig it. Yep. But, I mean, you have to start, too, with looking at the back end of that uh, of the bullpen. Where it ends, Paul Seawald. If he's got it and everybody can fall into place like they did late last year, mm-hmm. it's a very, very important role. If not, there's a certain eighth-inning guy who looks perfectly set and suited to close games. Uh, what is that guy's name again? I can't quite place it. <laughs> you remember, Jarrett? I thought you don't want me to do this until the regular season. <laughs> Can we or at least you're the playoffs. tempted, though. Do you want to do it. I even cut you myself. You want to do it. Even when we talked about the gooch earlier, I cut myself <laughs> off halfway. So I don't want to. As much as I would love to hear it right now, uh-huh. we have another really great let's question to get to. So let's. All right. So uh, D-backs X-Factors this season. Walker <laughs> says Paul Seawald, first serviceable closer we've had in a long time. And given the early season bullpen woes last year, having some Someone to shut the door in the ninth will take a lot of pressure off the front end relievers. Uh, Brandon Fott gets a mention from just some guy. And then Eric Whitaker says, I just hope the D-backs play like they did last year by being aggressive on the bases. Okay, dealing with failure. Something we don't really have to do as the greatest radio show in the uh, history of the radio. Planet. It's a good point. Yeah. It's foreign to us. But, it's a good point. But, you know, for the, the rare occasion that it does crop up, mm-hmm. we're asking for the best advice you have ever received about how to deal with failure. Something Scream at your producer. <laughs> Tell him to shut up very loudly. That usually works. I shared my advice earlier that, that to me, in, in the moments that you fail, that you know that you've done less and been less than the person you want to be, mm-hmm. is is to, to wear it, to, to let that failure sink into your bones. If if you try to mitigate it, explain it away, then then I then I think you're not going to learn what you have to learn from yeah. it. Yeah, that's it for me too. Soak in it. Yep. Take responsibility for it. It's a great the one. Failure is yours and yours alone. Make right. sure you learn your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Netsozi says the word no should be taken as motivation to alter your approach, not to stop, except in cases of stocking and carbs. <laughs> those are those are good caveats good, yes. at the end. Yes. Shannibal well says it's not a failure. It's just your first attempt in learning. I love this one from Justin Prestigard. It touched my heart. He writes, as Doug Tamaro says, there's a reason the windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror. Uh, How about that? Spend more time looking forward than back. Yes, I want that on a poster in my kitchen. Tamaro is very wise. He is. He's a wise old man. Yes. Rachel H. says the following quote is my motto for all failures and hardships in life. Without ashes to rise from, a phoenix is just a bird getting up. And she's quoting Schmidt from New Girl. <laughs> Underrated. One of the funniest shows ever. Oh, it is good. And Schmidt's one of the funniest characters oh, he ever. Is. He's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then last piece of advice from Jake Jeffries. He says, I get knocked down. But I get up again. <laughs> you are never going to keep me down. <laughs> Wise words. <laughs> Is there anything in there about a whiskey drink and a lager drink and a <laughs> cider drink? Vodka drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also this one from Social Studies Class Clown, and then we're really done. Don't worry about striking out. Worry about having the courage to pick up a bat. That's good I stuff. love that. Yes. It really is about just putting yourself in the arena, mm-hmm. in the stadium, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good there stuff. 
Thank you, Sarah. I think we grew as a collective today. I think so. I feel wiser. On this Worsday. It is a Worsday. Coming up next... Hey, guess what was released just moments ago, Bick? What? The NFLPA report cards. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. How'd the How? Cardinals do, Vinny? How much improvement Ooh. was made in some key areas? We'll get into it next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hey, it's Wolf. The NFL Combine rolls. So what does Monty Ford hope to get out of Indianapolis this week? We get going at 10 a.m. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Uh, last year, the National Football League Players Association, the NFLPA, had uh, like 1,700 members answer a questionnaire about the conditions and personnel of the franchises they play for. It was a damning, um, a damning result for the Arizona Cardinals, who ranked 31st overall of 32 teams in the NFL. It led to a lot of criticism of uh, the owner, Michael Bidwell, who did come out and say, I promised things, things will get better. Mm-hmm. Today, the 2024 version of that report card was released for all 32 teams. Mm-hmm. And um, the overall rank... Was better. Moderately. They moved up to 27th okay. of 32 teams. Baby steps, Vinny. Overall. And I've got a side-by-side. All right. Um, there's some new categories this year. Okay. Uh, but we'll start with treatment of families. That was one of them that stood out last year. And I haven't been able to go through the individual responses and things that were said yet. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, they got an F for treatment of families, which was tied for last uh, in the league. Mm-hmm. This year, that grade went up to a D plus, 19th. It's a little better treatment, at least uh, according to the the families and and, and the players that responded. Food service was an F minus last year, tied for last in the league. This year, up to a D, 28th. Uh, Weight room was an F minus last year, 32nd in the league. F minus. This year, it went up to a C minus. So that's that's a big jump. Two whole letter grades. So but it's still 27th. Still 27th, but C- is a passing grade. Mm-hmm. Now, did the weight room get better in terms of equipment, or did it study really hard? Which happened? <laughs> that's a bad joke. Uh, strength coaches last year was one of the top categories. They got an A last year, mm-hmm. tied for 17th. This year, a C+. plus. Okay. Progress. 26. No, oh, right. they, actually, Negative. they actually fell there. Um, oh, I'm sorry. But I was reading the wrong line. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Training okay. room last year was an F minus, tied mm-hmm. for last in the league, up to a C minus this okay. year, 25th. Uh, training staff was a B plus last year, a B this year. Locker room was an F last year, 31st. Still an F, 31st. Team travel was a B plus last year, tied for twelfth. This year team travel C plus tied or fourteenth in the league. Mm-hmm. And then they added a couple categories. Um head coach, A minus grade for Jonathan Gannon. Wow. Fifteenth in the league. Ownership. New category. Mm-hmm. F. An F for Michael Bidwell. Thirtieth in the league. Wow. Okay. 
So, uh, and I think that the Washington Commanders are the team that finished last, dead last overall. Um, yeah. Make of this what you will, but but clearly there's there's an area where the Cardinals uh, improved the most dramatic, and that would be the infrastructure related to the strength and training. Yes. Right? Washington's still last, by the okay. way. Okay. Yeah. They're still last. Uh, but the reputation of the owner is obviously still a big issue. Yeah. I mean, that was something that I didn't. Um they didn't rank last year. Interesting that they added that this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says club owner Michael Bidwell receives a rating of 5.8 out of 10 from the Cardinals players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities, 30th mm-hmm. overall. Uh, no other detail given on on what was considered in, in those grades. I right. guess that was the only criteria. Um, on the head coaching, 90% of the players feel head coach Jonathan Gannett is efficient with their time. And the players feel Gannon is very willing to listen to the locker room. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Two key it? things right yeah. there. No, I know, I know, but but it is. But they didn't rank head coach last year either. So. Right. But but I still think I still think it would be troubling in a year in which the owner said, "I we have got to make major improvements." That he still bottomed out with an F. Yeah, I mean, that's weird. That that is. That is pretty interesting, it, it, and it's not just it's not just Arizona. For instance, Albert Breer with a couple of incredible little nuggets. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers charge non-starters with more than four years of experience seventeen hundred and fifty dollars to opt out of having a roommate for road games. So if you are a player that wants to you know sleep by himself and not be disturbed by the snoring or you know wow. other nocturnal emissions of your Sleeping partner? What? what? <laughs> right? Oh, you know, gaseous things. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I mean. Right? You know? Robin Williams' wife in Goodwill. Right, hunting, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at here. $1,750 bucks to opt out of a role. Where are they, where are they staying? Ritz Carlton right. forever. <laughs> yeah, they're not staying at the uh, no-tell motel, Jerry. Well, that's fair. Ooh. <laughs> Six teams had players say outside weight rooms were equal to the team's facility. One, the Patriots said the team weight room was worse um this is an interesting thing this this new little this new little exercise run by the nflpa is quite something yeah it is and i didn't know like last year when it was released it was especially here in Mm -hmm. arizona and certainly in washington dc and a couple of other places it didn't paint a very bright picture Mm -hmm. i didn't know if it was going to be an annual thing but I'm kind of glad that it is because now you can gauge what was what was promised and what has been delivered, yes. at least through the eyes of the respondents. And with Washington, they have a new owner. They do. Who I would expect you them would, to make yeah. a, a jump next year. Right. Now, according to this is John Josh Weinfuss who covers the the team for ESPN. He puts out there that NFLPA President J.C. Treader said the Cardinals made quote significant improvements. After last year's report card, they stopped charging for meals. They changed the floor in the weight room, added new weight room equipment, created a small family room, started providing daycare at games. So there, there are the improvements in the nutshell. But it's still, you look, they still have several F's and D's. Yes. And you look at a team, I just saw somebody tweet out the Texan scores. Mm-hmm. The Texans have nothing below a B minus on anything. Wow. That's- the Cardinals only have two grades that are not a C or lower. An A minus for Jonathan Gannon mm-hmm. and a B for the training staff. Everything else is a C or lower. Yeah. But it takes a while maybe to turn around everything. Maybe yeah. and the and the opinion yes. of people. Yes, the perception as yes. well, right? Yes, I think there's probably a lot of that as well. 
84 on team travel, 84% of the players feel like they have a comfortable amount of personal space during flights. Still a pretty high number. 84%. Mm-hmm. I can never say. I, I, I've never been able to make that claim on a flight. <laughs> and I'm not a big guy. Yeah. Uh, Good point. And they do not require, going piggybacking off of that Tampa Bay mm-hmm. uh, nugget, they do not require that any players have roommates before games. So yeah, that go. that seems to me when you're dealing with adults, that just seems to me. Say, I would yes. So. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. Like, you better not have no, to share. No, no, that's just that's a terrible policy. I've had to share hotel rooms on work trips in my adult years. And, and that's a terrible that's policy. So it's uncomfortable. Not, it's not fun. No, it should not be that should not be anything adults have and to do. Let me tell you about this Dan Bickley at Howard <laughs> Treats a hotel room. <laughs> uh, never uh, shared a room. Everywhere. Never shared a room with Bick. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I, I, look, overall improvement from last year's grades, certainly. It was quite the low bar mm-hmm. last year. Um, but I wonder what the reaction is going to be to this year's report card. Mm. That just came out. Interesting stuff. You know who was voted the number one head coach in the NFLPA survey? Andy yeah. Reid. Andy Reid. Oh. Have you seen this guy, Jared? Have you seen him before, man? <laughs> his, his, he didn't get an A, did he? What was his grade? He was the highest rated coach. XXXL was his grade. Boo! Boo. All right, Boo. Put, they're, they're not old. Come on, I thought these jokes wrote themselves, Jared. <laughs> I don't use AI yet. <laughs> Maybe you should try. <laughs> I don't use any intelligence, you don't artificial use any or AI. Yeah, yeah. Right. artificial or otherwise. <laughs> Coming up next, Jared will. Maybe well, use some AI to come up with that's a Jared and Sarah. We have a yeah. oh, okay. exciting edition of, of This or That. Way to go. This or That is next. Bickley and nice. Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings. Great to have you with us this morning. On this, what have we been calling it? A Wurz Day? A Wednesday Wurz. that should be a Thursday? Exactly. A day. It really does feel like that. So tomorrow will be a th- Friday. A thigh day? <laughs> oh, it's day, that too. Uh, yeah. Because you guys will be out of studio and it'll feel like a special show, it will absolutely feel like a Friday. And Friday's show will feel very weird to have to come back here. So just don't come. Maybe we shouldn't so have this uh, discussion on the air. Let's just all take Friday off. What do you think? Oh. I'm in. No, we can't do that tomorrow. No, we can't do that. You can't just leave me here alone again. Like, <laughs> oh, I was including you, back. Jared. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, let's get to our website, ArizonaSports.com, taking a look at today's poll question about ASU U of A in Tempe tonight. Which of these four Sun Devils has to have the biggest game to upset Arizona? Frankie Collins, Jemiah Neal, Adam Miller, or Jose Perez? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I, my tendency would be to lean on Frankie Collins because I think he's the unquestioned leader of this team. But it might be a sneaky Jemiah Neal answer. Mm. When he goes off for big games, they usually play pretty well. Okay, I'll, I'll go, let Jem- him vote. I'll go Jemiah Neal. I'll vote for Jemiah? Sure. Okay. Can I say how annoying it is that this game 
is on a Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yeah. on the Pac-12 network. Yeah. Is it now on FS1? <laughs> no, Pac-12 network. I thought it was on FS1. <laughs> All right, 66% of our voters believe Frankie Collins has to be the guy to help ASU pull off an upset. 14% go with Adam Miller. 10% say Jemiah Neal. 9% say Jose Perez. All right. We'll see how it shakes out tonight. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now at ArizonaSports.com. This, that, and the other. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you can get with this, because where is that? All right, what have you prepared for us, Jarrett and Sarah? Yes, this is a joint. Jarrett. So, Sarah. My Sarah definitely called Jerry Jones. Jarrett. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yesterday, we talked about some of the great Florida man stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the we Florida asked, man games. We asked people, the Florida man games. We asked people to give their own Arizona games if there was such a thing. So we thought because spring training is officially kicking off in Florida and Arizona this week, we are going to present you in this edition of This or That with a real headline. And you'll have to tell us if this is a real news headline from Florida or from Arizona. Ooh, I like this. Oh, I like it. Okay. And we'll alternate and uh, I'll give to, uh, who do I usually give to? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Sarah, you start off, and you give to Vince Murata. All right, Vince. Is this a Florida man or an Arizona man? Okay. Man arrested for breaking into neighbor's house after spending 18 minutes jumping on his trampoline naked. (laughs) I'm going to go Arizona. I know that guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You've been there. your guy. house? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you are incorrect. It Dang was a Florida it. man. Different guy. That guy did it for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's right. Is, yeah. Trampoline's never been the same. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, Dan, Florida yes. or Arizona? Okay. Driver pulled over for driving a car that only had two wheels on it. And he explained to the officers that a warlock had put a spell on him, <laughs> and he had to drive away fast, which caused the damage to the car. That is a terrible headline. <laughs> that's well, Florida, I, I gave a little detail. I gave a little detail just. That's for, Florida guy. That is absolutely a Florida guy. You're right. That's how you. That's, that's an excuse you give the Florida Florida Highway Patrol, not Arizona. It's a warlock. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious. All right, Vince, Florida man or Arizona man. A 78-year-old man drives a golf cart onto the highway and immediately gets hit by a work truck. This just happened, didn't it? Oh. This is Arizona. <laughs> you are correct. It wow. last week. Okay. There you, I, on the 303. You get a point, Vince. Yeah, Vinny. Way also, to keep up with the news. The uh, DPS said that he's supposed to be okay. So Good. we can laugh about it now. Yeah. We can, we can include him in that. this or that. Now this is this is him in our silly little radio game. This is neither a Florida man nor an Arizona man. This is a 73-year-old woman. Dan. A 73-year-old woman was worried how the meth she was smoking would interact with her blood pressure and heart medications. So she took it to her doctor to get looked at. Uh, I want to guess that's Arizona woman. No, oh, I'm originally Florida. <laughs> I know the meth threw it off because sometimes right. you think that Florida, wow. that's, a, that's a crack town, but no, no. 
Can I just say, it's so good to see women doing these things too. Yes. Right. It's not just a Florida man, I, yeah. it's Florida right. women. And not only that, equal opportunity to vouchery. <laughs> yes. And they're still very concerned about her health. Yes. <laughs> We're. So you don't right. want to mix medication. Yeah. You don't want to mix herself. Lipitor and meth. <laughs> <laughs> no grapefruit and no meth. Okay. Pass the Lipitor pipe, please. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Vince Murata. <clears throat> Man arrested after conducting a failed castration surgery when it was revealed he was not a real doctor, he had no medical license, and he was just a guy the other guy met online. Is that a Florida man or an Arizona man? I'm going to go Florida. You would be correct. You got it. Castration. <laughs> Two points. Capital of the world. Is that, but that's not really a surgery, is it? Well, I mean, if done correctly, I think it's just... I guess technically it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, you don't want just the choppy choppy. You want <laughs> you want there to be some sort of... The Bernie Bernie? Yeah. All right, uh, Dan Bickley, Florida yeah. or Arizona? Yeah. Man sells large multi-acre home after say, saying the aliens that he's been battling on his property for 20 years tried to abduct his wife. What? Take my wife, please. That's Arizona man. That is Arizona man. It was actually a large ranch, and I didn't want to put yeah, that in there acres. to give it away. Yeah. All right, Vince Murata. That was the last straw after 20 years right. of battling yeah, these aliens. Right. Right. Stay away from my wife. I've had enough. This one's a doozy, okay? The others haven't been. <laughs> no, I mean, just, okay. Man arrested after entering drive through with naked corpse of his wife in the passenger seat. Oh, come on. Arizona. Wow! That did happen here in the last five years, I believe. Um, he got arrested because the fast food worker working the drive-thru noticed the woman's legs sticking out through the window. The naked corpse legs yeah. sticking out through the window. Sloppy. <laughs> Sloppy job by the husband. Wow. Now, yeah. here's a short one. Here's a short one for you, Dan. All right. Got a couple more in here. Okay. Man caught on video surveillance licking stranger's doorbell for three hours. <laughs> Definitely Florida. That's why do you know the humidity Definitely does stuff Florida. to you like that. Try to get hydrated. I agree. Yeah. You're excellent at this game, by the way. You really are. <laughs> He's gotten everyone. Oh All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, Vince. Oh, no. Arizona man or Florida man? Man arrested for running red light and crashing his car into a mall because he says he was trying to time travel. <laughs> he was trying to go full Doc yeah, Brown? he was. Yeah. In which state? Wow. I'm going to go Florida. You would be correct. Vince is on a heater. All right, That's last the, one here. All right. For the perfect game, Bick. Oh, who's keeping? <laughs> so these are guesses. Man. I don't think they are. <laughs> Man breaks into house and attempts to rob family by threatening them with a live snake and hornet's nest as a weapon. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Arizona man. 
That is Arizona. Yeah. See, it was a cobra, not a python. That's how you know the, Jared, the sounded, geological. It sounded like you made up that headline as you were going. It did. No, no, it really did. These are all real. It really did. These are all real. I was just trying to be dramatic yes. there. The awesome. story, and that story includes the detail that uh, he tried to break some board over the other dude's head in the house that he broke into, and then tried to get the snake to bite the man. Like, wow. held it out and tried to get it to bite the guy. I don't think it worked, though. I guess I was wrong in taking offense that uh, people consider Arizona the Florida of the West. There's more than enough proof to say I, that I will say it was much, much easier to find the Florida stories. Yes. Oh, okay. You had to dig a little harder for Arizona. Th- these were just seven of hundreds, whereas the Arizona, we picked, like, the six yeah, we could like find. seven <laughs> of twelve. Right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Right. There you go. This or that. Some final thoughts on this uh, Wednesday. Next, Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day. Long intro. What do we got here? The who? 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 <laughs> this is Won't Get Fooled Again, the lengthy version. This is the lengthy version. Eight minutes and 36 seconds of goodness. And a lot of it is just this. Look at Jared with the windmill swipes. Is this, uh... Is this the quintessential Who song? Where's the keyboards? Oh, you can barely hear it. Um, it, it's not my favorite, but it's probably the quintessential one. We're playing this because uh, we were talking about a couple times mm-hmm. getting duped in the past and not getting right. duped again. We're not, not getting duped on Cactus, Cactus League, League results. stats and results. Right. We will be duped again by general managers. At uh, draft time, leading up to silly season, as you call it. so uh, Or running backs for the Cardinals yeah. who tell me they did, their knees are doing fine. Yeah, you know. Chris Johnson. Isn't that right, Chris Johnson? I think Bob O'Reilly is there. Signature song, probably. But this is, in this the, is also great. This is in the discussion. This was uh, suggested by our very own Sarah Cazell. Way to go, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, people who have seen The Who, who recently uh, rave about how great Roger Daltrey's voice still sounds. Really? You can say it about Alice Cooper, too. They did the, uh, uh, what would, about 15 years ago they did the Super Bowl? Halftime, I, I, and they were already old then, <laughs> but they were pretty good. They did a pretty good show. Uh huh. Isn't it amazing? These guys who just—I mean, touring as a musician for a living mm-hmm. is not easy. It's a hard life, and then no, many not. of these guys make it harder <laughs> with what they put in their bodies. Yes. Well, that guy in that band is no longer with us, specifically. But Keith Moon? Yeah. Yeah, but he checked yeah. out early. They did. That, but that's the other argument is like when you're a, a famous band. He was all band, mooned up fa- on the goon juice. He, he was Keith Mooned up. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to continue to tour as the band when half your b- original band's not there, that's oh. always the debate is. Yeah, but there's there's bands that are traveling now that don't have any of the original yes. members. Of Speaking the of, Leonard Skinner is one of them. Yeah. They don't it's have like, Leonard or Skinner. N- neither one. <laughs> neither <Both> one. <laughs> Today's song of the day, Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who. 
Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, we would like as a show uh, collectively to wish a happy birthday. Yeah, here we go. To one of here our favorites. Go. It's going out to you, Luka Doncic. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday to mm-hmm. you. 25 today? He's 25. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Is he really? Yeah, he's in his wow. sixth year. He's 25 years old. He's a guy who just doesn't seem young also. Yeah, he doesn't have a young face. No, he doesn't. But he didn't really. When but he's, he was... at, least he's, at least it's punchable. <laughs> I will give you that. And uh, I like Luca. I love watching him play, except for the whining. But I'm weird. I know. I get it. Uh, that's. I know. On this front, I understand. I, I know what I'm dealing. I know what I'm dealing with here. The words I like, Luca, just make me uh, <laughs> shower. Can I do some self promo real quick? Sure. Yes. On my Twitter slash X account at Sarah Cazell, I am asking Suns fans, social studies style, mm-hmm. what are you giving Luka Doncic for his birthday? Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. And yes. the replies oh. are tremendous. Send us oh, all your. Sure send- Assorted pastries and cakes. At Sarah Cazell, send all your best ones, and tomorrow in social studies, we'll Please. get through all the best answers. Please. Please. How many middle finger gifts are there on I'm the I'm looking internet? at one right now. Thanks, Jay McSpadden. <laughs> I see Spanx. I see treadmills. I see hoes. <laughs> the treadmills. The, the gardening tool. The gardening yes. tool. Right, of course. Spank them with a hose. I don't um, know. You know, you got to keep keep your lawn up in Dallas. That's right. Yes, you do. Need a good hoe. Very, very fun replies at Sarah Cazell. Sarah, mark that one down for the montage. <laughs> you do. Good sturdy hoe. <laughs> mark that one down, too. <laughs> You know that also. Be sturdy I don't know, in that line of did work. you ever see the, the, the famous Raleigh finger story from earlier in the day? <laughs> the, the famous clip from when Ken Jennings was on Jeopardy, and the question was uh, something about like a, a woman of ill repute can also be a gardening tool, and his answer is, "What is a hoe?" <laughs> but the answer was, "What is a rake?" Wow! <laughs> and. Alex Trebek went, okay, we know what you're thinking about there, Ken. <laughs> uh, by the way, for his birthday last night, Max Struess dropped off an early gift for Luca. He did. A 59-footer right on his head. We talked about it very early in the show, and Max Struess is certainly not a superstar. He's a good player and really kind of shot up on people's radar screens last year with the, the run the Miami Heat made yeah, to the finals. Right. He's a tremendous shooter. Yes, he is. But again, he made four three-pointers in a 67-second span during that comeback. He made five three-pointers in the last three minutes and 42 seconds of the game, including a 59-footer to win it. That might wow. be one of the greatest closing, like, acts. closing acts of all time. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's Max Struess. Max Struess. Uh, ESPN's Bill Connolly put out a list of the top 80 college football quarterbacks of the 2000s to this point. And I was going through the list yesterday. I was trying to think, who's going to be number one on this list? And I wouldn't have got it. Number one on the list. And this uh, the is the greatest the, college quarterbacks? College quarterbacks just of the 2000s. Okay. They had Baker Mayfield, Ooh. the best career of any college quarterback in the 2000s. And that's considering his whole career. And we, I brought this up pre-show, and, and Jarrett said, Joe Burrow had the best, best 
season. Year. He, yeah, yeah, he did. I, and I don't, I don't. That's a very strong argument. But that was his one great season. He was pretty mediocre the year before, and then didn't do much at Ohio State. But here, he still made the top five. Here's the top five: Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, Vince Young. Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow, then followed by Deshaun Watson. Kyler Murray was seventh. Lamar Jackson, eighth. Marcus Mariota, ninth. Robert Griffin, the third, tenth. Mm. And I know he's not popular around these parts. Mm-hmm. I think Matt Leinert got snubbed on this. He was only 17th. One of the best college football careers for any quarterback ever. And I think Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, they, yeah. they hold the quality and skill players around him against him probably a little too much. Multiple, Very much. Multiple Heisman finalists. Two-time national champion. Made three national championship games. I, I don't get it. Can you name the other three quarterbacks who appear on this list who also played for the Arizona Cardinals? Of the 2000s? Of the 2000s. I guess Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer came in at number 25. That's a good guess. Sam Sam Bradford. Bradford. Sam Bradford at number 15. Uh And the the one that's remaining outranked both of them. Oh. Kyler Murray. Nope. Josh uh, Rosen. The other three, we mentioned, uh, we mentioned Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Colt McCoy. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, came in at number 12. Of course. And speaking of Kyler Murray, another note from that Johnny Manziel uh, podcast he did with Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel was asked to put his Mount Rushmore of Texas high school quarterbacks. The only one that he was sure of, and he says is the best college or best high school quarterback ever, best high school player in the history of Texas, was mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Yep, couldn't say enough good things about Kyler. Yeah, Murray. Imagine that I, again. It's when you when you think about Kyler Murray's evolution, you've got to factor that in. That this is a kid that was on the pedestal of all pedestals from a very yep. very young age. Yep, never and and we, he was the Lavar Ball. Of uh, Texas high school football. Never lost. <laughs> There's only two people better than me, and I'm both of them. Are you drunk? <laughs> Where'd LeVar Ball go, by the way? He's been very quiet for a long time. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Tim Kirkton for joining us. We will join you from Salt River Fields tomorrow at 6. Wolf and Luke up next here on Arizona Sports. Have a great day, everybody.